new drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. everybody welcome afternoon drive goodman fry watch us milehighsports.com you can reach us rocky mountain forest products twitter feed at t fry at eric goodman if you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public go to rmfp.com terry how are you my friend welcome back eric well thanks it is good to be back and it's always good to be back when we have some breaking news and the breaking news has to do with Pierre Lebrun from TSN Reporting, the Avalanche, and Valerie Nichushkin have agreed to an eight-year deal for a reported $49 million. This averages out to roughly $6.1 million per season. Uh, Nichushkin coming off career year in goals, assists, and points with the Avalanche, who's also a major contributor in the playoffs. Uh, considering his age, and he's not old, I think he's about 26, how surprised are you by the length of this deal, considering he's never really been a proven guy? I'm absolutely flabbergasted by the deal. Eight years is is astounding to me. Not not the $6 million a year average. It's the eight, eight years. It just boggles my mind. You know, you look back as recently as 2018, 2019, this is a guy who had zero goals in 57 games for the Dallas Stars. Now, he's come on to do really good work for the Avalanche the past three seasons, but I would be very, very, very wary of committing myself to eight years. That's a contract that can be, I don't know, a Michael Porter Jr. contract. Um, I don't know if I'd go there. Michael Porter Jr. really straps them in. And Nachushkin doesn't have a history of injuries. And $6.1 million with the cap going up, I don't think it's going to kill him, but it is a lot of money. And to your point, I agree with you that for a guy who really hasn't proven anything, I mean, when I said at the top that it was a career year. 25 uh, goals. Pardon me? 25 goals. Meaning what? That this was his, season. That, that's his high water mark. But the two years before that, he had 10 goals and 13 goals with the oh, Avalanche. It's not, it's not like he's exactly torn it up with the Avalanche either. And that's my point exactly. When I said career year, I meant career of career years so 25 goals was as high this year before that 14 13 and 10 and 14 goals was his rookie season as far as assists that's a career 27 his next highest is 20 um Sackick must really love this guy or they really felt they were going to lose him to a deal like this so what if they lost him to, uh, i'm just uh... I'm looking at this as a, as a real risky deal that could hamstring them for years. However, won't disagree. Ha- however, you have to look at it, and I know he won a lot of respect within the organization for his gutty work in the playoffs, playing with a broken foot, having to be kind of maneuvered into a skate, and all of that. And so I think that helped too. Uh, but I don't know. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth years of this contract may be uh, may be testing. No, I think you're right. And, you know, you compared it to the Michael Porter Jr. deal. And when I looked at Tim Conley as the team president, now you have Joe Sackick, the new team president that was announced 
today, and you look at George Payton, all of them have a very positive track record. So for Sackick, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. If he's made a bunch of boneheaded moves in the past, then I would question it more. No but question. at the end of the day, it's it's not going to be I believe in Joe and everything Joe does turns to gold. But I'll put faith in him that he is right until he proves me wrong otherwise. With that, we have some other big news to get to today. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. I think it is safe to say, Terry, um, I don't think in the history of sports, uh, well, I shouldn't say the history of sports, that it has ever truly made national news that someone has joined an ownership group as a minority <laughs> partner. All right. Maybe Jay-Z has become a minority partner. But with all due respect to Jay-Z, he is not the former secretary of state, Condoleezza Rice, who has joined the Broncos ownership group. Does this move the needle for you at all? Well, of course it does, given her prominence and even her judgment about football uh, and even kind of the small inside fact that she used to date Broncos wide receiver Rick Upchurch when she was well, in college at the University of Denver. And she babysat for Haven and Joyce, Joyce Moses. So, she's, so uh, she go, you go way, way, way back to her involvement with the Broncos. She's a fan of sports. She's obviously uh, very knowledgeable about the game, and I think it's a great move. Now, whether I don't know how much money she put up, I don't know how, how this is just kind of being a front person for the organization and window dressing. I sure hope not. I hope she's heavily involved in some decision-making. Well, excuse me for going dad joke route. But you're the one who mentioned she used to date Rick Upchurch. So hopefully her joining the ownership group will give many fine returns. <laughs> well, she, she was asked about that at one point, and she said, well, I wasn't picking out a wedding dress. So well, she, she wanted to make sure everybody knew it wasn't a serious relationship necessarily. But it was it was one on the on the uh, on the radar at a certain time in the Broncos past. I think it is fair to say that great owners surround themselves with great people. I was fully on board with Rob Walton owning this team. If I remember correctly, you were not fully on board because of the way Walmart is run. Is that an unfair characterization of how you felt? It was a wariness. It is not uh, a blast at anybody. It is not. It's, right. just, it's just an acknowledgement of reality that that's an issue. Okay, so now I cannot remember the woman's name who has a resume that I, I don't think I've ever seen in my life. I cannot remember her name. A prominent, a prominent person, period, yet she happens to be a woman and happens to be a woman of color. Now you have Condoleezza Rice. For any inkling of doubt you might have had Melody Hobson. Rob Wallen, Melody Hobson. Melody Hobson, okay. Who is married to George Lucas. Yeah, they've. Uh, he's made a couple of movies. He made a. Actually, the smartest move that George Lucas made was not actually making Star Wars. It's that no production company wanted to take the movie. So he said, I tell you what, um, I'll make the deal with you. Just give me all the marketing rights to it. And the production company said yes. Yes. That was a pretty smart move. Yes, don't you it think? was. You sure was. I, I mean, how many R2-D2 uh, uh, action figures 
have been sold. Probably as many as tickets have been sold to see Star Wars, but I digress. Princess Leah dolls. <clears throat> I still have one that I sleep with every night. <laughs> she, Princess Leia lies between Mandy and I, but I digress. With that, you had some doubts about Rob Walton. Now that he has brought on Condoleezza Rice, does that temper your... Yes. Good. Yes, it does. He's They're showing savvy a savvy touch on getting other people involved and... Sh- showing the direction of the franchise will be visionary. I don't think any person would argue, any reasonable person would argue that as of three months ago, you would look at the Pittsburgh Steelers organization as the trend center, as the trend setter, I should say, for racial equality in a franchise. Fair to say? Yes, with Mike Mike Tomlin as the longtime coach. Right, and the the minorities that they've hired and, and all, all of that. I mean, the Rooney rule is named after the late Art Rooney. But with that, I'm not suggesting that uh, the Broncos are the pioneers because they are not, although Marlon Briscoe was the first you know black quarterback in the NFL. But I will take a step back from that. Looking at the 21st century, the Broncos have now taken the Steelers' baton and made a sprint looking at their coaching staff, looking at their ownership group and everything that goes with it. They are now the model franchise when it comes to diversity in the NFL. I'd have to go run down the list of all the front offices to, to be able to nod my head at that, but on the surface, it sure looks correct. Well, you, you look at your, okay, two prominent members of your ownership group are black women. Yes. I don't know of I don't know of one black woman who is a prominent member of an ownership group, and I'm sure there is one. But the Broncos have two. Their defensive coordinator is a man of color. Their special teams coordinator is a man of color. Are you at least their quarterback? Their quarterback is a man of color. Are you at least uh, are you at least curious about how much money everybody in the ownership group, including the the, the Walton family and the offshoots of the Walton family, have in the organization? Well, I, the, the Walton family and the, and the Penner family, if that's what you want to call yeah. them, the majority owners, I mean, they're, they're not going to be given a, I mean, if, if you're likening this to Shark Tank, they didn't give up 30%. No. You know, they gave up a small minority. And you know, you know who they probably left a little slice of the pie for? Peyton Manning. If he wants it, it's available. You think right? he wants it? Yeah. He sure does. Why wouldn't he? He sure does. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he want a piece of it? When's that move I mean, the, coming? I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if it does come. If it doesn't, that tells you where Peyton Manning is in his career. He knows it is open to him, at least through the reports. There have been conversations between Walton Penner and Peyton Manning. I'm guessing an offer is on the table. <clears throat> we don't have an announcement whether Peyton Manning is joining or not, but I have very little doubt that one day Peyton Manning either wants to own a team or run a team. None. But maybe it's not maybe it's not the right move for him at this point. But eventually, I believe that will happen. I do, too, and I think it'll be sooner than later. Coming up after the break, we told you about the top story. Valerie Nachushian signs an eight-year deal, or I should say has agreed to an eight-year deal for $49 million, averaging $6.1 million a season. But that's not the only news coming out of the Avalanche organization as we head into free agency. We'll talk more about that after the break. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. No, I 
Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my guy, Ed Goldinger at Pinnacle Builders. Doing it yourself is fine. If you feel you can do a major remodel, most guys feel that they can. And honestly, if it's something big, Leave it to the experts. Leave it to the best. Work with Ed and his team at Pinnacle Builders. I love Ed's story. He was trained in the Army as a carpenter and a mason, started his own business, Pinnacle Builders. 33 years later, he has the premier remodeling company in Denver. So whether you want to do a high-end basement, a bathroom, a kitchen, custom counters, cabinets, he and his crew do it all. And I love the confidence that he has in his work. Most, if not all, contractors will give you a one-year warranty. He's going to give you a two-year warranty. He is that confident in the work that he does and in the products that he uses. Work with Pinnacle Builders. They are absolutely the best. We're modeled today with Pinnacle Builders at PinnacleDen.com. That's PinnacleDen.com, the best in home remodeling. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. We have a lot of Avs stuff to get to, but I want to revisit just briefly the uh, deal that uh, has been agreed to, according to Pierre Lebrun from TSN. Who, by the the way, Pierre Lebrun is an authoritative source. When he says something, it's true. So even if he uh, says, um, I don't know. NHL source. Even if he says NHL source, you're good with it. Yes, actually I am. Well, if you're endorsing an NHL source, then I know it's real. And you and I have had those conversations. But anyway, um, looking at the deal, uh, eight years, he's 27 years old. Eight years, 49 million, 6.1 per. That kind of signals to me, and maybe I'm reading a little bit into it, that Sackick did not want to lose both Nachuchkin and Kadri. And this says to me, he's probably going to lose Kadri. We've got 48, a little over 48 hours till the uh, unrestricted free agency hits. So, yes, I think that would be a fair assumption. I still think they have some hope, some hope of maybe things developing in bizarre fashion and Kadri comes back. But maybe I'm being overly optimistic on that front. Well, here, I'm sure they would have been more than happy to offer Kadri that type of deal, although not eight years because of his age. But maybe they would have gone, I don't know, six and a half, seven for four years. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I, I think that Kadri probably wanted more than that. And I think that's why the Nachushkin deal got done. But in I, the think, meantime, I think in my in my mind, what, what the possibility was Kadri woke up one morning and said, you know, I'm going to be expected to be a top-line center somewhere. There's, there's going to be, the pressure's going to be immense. I'm having a great time here. I'm going to be a sec, the best damn second-line center in the league, and I'll make really good money, and we'll win. Do you think he's going to have an aha moment in two days? No. I'm just saying that was my that would be my wild hope if I were on yeah. handicapping this and throwing I, I out, throwing out the left-wing and right-wing possibilities. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that was going to happen. When he made a statement... Uh, right after 
I uh, believe winning the Stanley Cup, he said, uh, I know my market worth. He said something like that, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, basically w- said it's time for business. That's right. Okay, Joe Sackick has been named the president of hockey operations. That is business-related. Chris McFarland, who was the assistant GM, is now the general manager. Is this nothing more than just a title change but not really a role change? You're right. You? You're right. The issue is, is this merely rewarding a foot soldier with a title and more money? a uh, guy who's done terrific work behind the scenes, or is it a sub- substantial change? And and here's the big question. Let's say you're the general manager or the president and general manager of the St. Louis Blues, uh, fill in the blank, any other team. Who do you call? Do you call Chris McFarland or do you call Joe Sackett? That is the, that is the acid test. I think in this case it's clear Joe's going to step back a little bit, let Chris take the reins, and it's kind of a, a middle ground between those two that, that it – it is, it is rewarding him because he was being pursued by other teams. It probably was inevitable that he would depart for a, to head a front office somewhere. This is a way to reward him, but also give him more power. And I think Joe is ready to step back a little bit. Not, not well, completely. You know, the, this is a model that's in use in other places around the league. Chris Drury is, is the general manager of the New York Rangers, but he isn't the head of the hockey operations. There's a lot of places around the league with this model. I think they're just emulating it. Well, th- this is a very consistent Cronky model, and I'll spell it out to our listeners and our viewers on how the Cronkies work, because all you have to do is look at the history with the Nuggets. Tim Conley was hired to be the general manager. When people were looking at Karnasovas to be a general manager, Tim Conley became the vice president of basketball operations, and Karnasovas became the general manager, right? Right. Then you have what happened, uh, not necessarily this year, but uh, I can't remember what year it was. So you have Conley as, so Karnasovas leaves, right? Right. Karnasovas leaves. Calvin Booth remains the assistant GM, if I'm not mistaken. People start courting Calvin Booth. What happens? Conley becomes the team president and Booth becomes the general manager. This is the same modus operandi with the Cronkies. What they did with the Nuggets is what they are doing with the Avalanche. I think teams, and what actually, I actually talked to somebody today, and they said teams were courting Chris McFarland. Yes. So how do you keep McFarland? Give him a job change in terms of his title, give him a little bit more money, give Joe a little bit more money. I don't know if Joe's going to really take that much of a step back, though, do you? Yeah, I do in terms of travel and some of the things involved in the job. I think he's ready to he's ready to uh, delegate some authority, to, more authority to Chris McFarland. But at the end of the day, he's going to hold the final yes. decision-making power. Yes, yes. Go okay. red light, green light, yes. I think okay. that Joe will still have that, uh, that authority. Now let's look at the trade that the uh, Avalanche made with the Rangers for Alexander. Is it Gorgiev or Gorgiev? Gorgiev. I got it. I tried it 37 times before going on the air yesterday. Got it right every time. Uh, I mean Friday. Got yeah. it. Got it right every time. And then when the light came on, I blew it. Well, I got it right the first time. I thought it was Gorgiev, and that's why I said use it Gorgiev or Georgiev. But at least I said it right the first time. Anyway, Gorgiev on Sunday it was uh, announced that um, Gorgiev got a three-year deal, $10.5 million roughly, breaking it down, 3.6, 3.7, 2.9, annual cap hip of 3.4. It was already announced by Sackick that he is going to be their starter 
to start training camp, to start the season, unless something crazy happens. And then you throw in Pavel Francos. He has a $2 million cap hit. I hope Gorgiev is fantastic, but I've said this to you before and I'll repeat it. The goaltending room now has a bargain cap hit of 5.4 million. And that seems strikingly familiar to the type of cap hit that the Broncos had in 2016, 17, 18, 19, yada, yada, yada in their quarterback room. Well, I think in this case, it's very obvious that they didn't have a lot of faith in Pablo Francois because they were playing Darcy Kemper while he was going to the eye doc optometrist two or three times a day to retrain his eye. That's the guy you want out there to, to attempt to win a Stanley Cup for you. And he did an admirable, serviceable job in games two, four, and six of the finals. But it's very obvious that they had no faith in Pablo Francois as anything but a backup at this point. They had their chance to prove their faith in him, and they didn't show it. And in this case, now they have a... Have a, this is a risk, risky proposition. This is a guy who could not beat out, and now this is going to be a ridiculous question, Igor Shesterkin just won the Vesna Trophy as the best goaltender in the National Hockey League, but, but uh, Gorgiev could not beat him out to, uh, succeed, to, to succeed Henrik Lundqvist and could not do it. So uh, it's really, in my mind, a very risky situation. The commitment of three years and two years to Francois is that this – this better work. You know, they, yeah. they, they've, they've, they're walking around with the arrogant assumption and that's earned that they can win the Stanley cup with mediocre goaltending. They're about to try to prove it again. Unless, unless given this chance in the spotlight, we've seen other examples of goalies. Well, Shisharikin is one of the goalies who have thrown into the spotlight have thrived. And all of a sudden when the lights came on, they did too. And so that's what the avalanche probably going to have to hope to happen from Gorgiev or even that Francois even the one A and one one B can be a workable combination, and uh, and be decent enough for the Avalanche to be, to have to to uh, have a possibility of repeating. Okay, let's look at the Avs cap space as it stands right now. If I'm reading this correctly off of Spot Rack, and this is before the Nachuchkin contract, the space they had twenty one million. Now you can that's take going down. Right, well, uh, thank, thank you, Mr. Math Major. <laughs> That's where I was going. I know you're a CU grad. It's the Harvard, Harvard of the West. Harvard of the but, West. E- but even as an Indiana grad, I know that $6 million minus $21 million is thirteen. Did you, did you, just, just checking to see it's if the you're university, you know, uh, It's the university where breaking, if, it's, where breaking away was filmed. That, it's got a lot going for it. Okay, let me try this again, because I think you were thinking about what you wanted to say before you heard me. As I said, being an Indiana grad with a cap space being $21 million, and now you have Nachuchkin making six, the cap space is now 13. It has to also look ahead to the next year when Nathan oh, McKinnon's Terry, contract. Oh, you're not listening to me. I Let's know, 21, 21, 21 and 13 is, not, is eight, not six, yes. Okay, so it's $15 million. So you know they're going to renegotiate or redo a deal for McKinnon. Currently, McKinnon is on a deal at 6.3. Let's bump that up another five. Is that fair to say? Uh, At least five, and I'm thinking probably more 12. In a way, they almost have to factor in that he's been a good soldier for a seven-year, $6.3 million a year contract. And I almost think they're going to have to overpay him as a little bit 
as a gesture Fine. for being so, so grossly underpaid the last seven years. So if you're at 15 with Nachuchkin, and now you're going to re-sign McKinnon, which you will. So let's say they double the salary from 6.3 to 12.3, take another six off. Now you have $9 million in cap space. But you also have Eric Johnson's $6 million coming off the cap the next year if he retires or they just can't afford to re- or they just don't resign. Well, if you- well, if you read what I read, he does not want to retire. We'll see. He doesn't want to retire now. Is his contract up? Yes, and after next nope. season. Right. After so, next season, so that would come. That's that six million dollars would come off the books, and it. And if you if you throw six million dollars more at Nathan McKinnon, that's that's the money right there for the first year. But he's guaranteed that money. For next year, Eric so Johnson. He's on the books yes, yes. Yeah, but he's on the books but we're talking about when Nathan McKinnon's extension comes into play after this uh, upcoming season. I see. Uh, oh well, in that case, if that's the case, then they still have fifteen million. They will. Yes. Okay. Well, that could get Kadri done. It could. Right. Yep. I mean, who else do they need to bring back? They you say, you know what? We got to bring this Manson. guy back. Josh Manson. And Andre not- Burakovsky, but I think I think Burakovsky is gone. Josh Manson, Josh Manson seems to be vacillating between that idea of wanting to return to Anaheim and wanting to stay with a winning team. And he, and right. he, there's some other guys involved, but their salaries are down there. And and even uh, even Lekkinen, who's a restricted free agent, but Lekkinen is not going to fetch a huge number. No, he is not. His, con- no way- his big contract is coming up in the future, not after not after so- this season. So what you get him for maybe three million? Yeah, he's he was two point something last season. Right. So that that would be workable. Now 2. you're down 3, to twelve. Two point three. Right. So so now you pay him three. Now you're down to twelve million. You still have some money left. How do you like the way I'm spending somebody else's money? Isn't this you're fun? very good at that? I am. That's- I'm I'm very good at it. I appreciate you recognizing that. Coming up after the break. When you were a kid, there was a show called Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Here in Denver, it's Where in the World is Russell Wilson? Because this guy has been jet-setting all over the world. He says he wants to win a bunch more Super Bowls. He wants to play another 10 to 12 more years. Does this sound like a guy who is going to win a couple more Super Bowls if he's all over the place and he's not in town? Does it matter that he's in town? Does he have to be in town? To show everyone he's working, we'll talk about it next. I want a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. 
Every Monday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest Product shout-out question to our friends Ty, Calcade, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. And here is the question, fellas. If you follow Russell Wilson on social media, he has been traveling all over the world during the offseason. So, Terry, if the Broncos get off to a slow start and Wilson doesn't play well, how much of these off-season trips are going to be cited for the slow start, and should it be? They will be cited, but they shouldn't be. He, Russell Wilson's 33 years old. You know, there may be a point at which he starts to slow down, but it won't be because of his off-season activities, which prove to us all that he's what a, what a great human being he is and how active he is uh, away, in, away from the field. And that's part of what he is. That's part of what it makes him a good quarterback. It's part of what makes him play the role of quarterback so well. I'm going to throw down the gauntlet right now to anybody in the Denver media. If you cite what Wilson has done during the offseason, going overseas and all of his trips, and use it to say this is why he got off to a slow start or the Broncos got off to a slow start, you're all about lazy analysis. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Or clickbait. And it is better to be assumed ignorant than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Learn a little bit about this guy's history. His reputation is is being a tireless worker, a fierce competitor, always in the gym, always watching film. From the people who I've talked to that know him, his work ethic is compared to Brady and Manning. So if you want to take the lazy analysis route, you're the one who is lazy, and you are the one who has no insight because you just didn't do your damn homework. Guys, what do you think? And when I say guys, I mean you too, Dick. You too, Terry. I think that in this case, it also depends on how much credence and how much attention we give to those who who make a big deal of it. I think in some, at some point we have to sort of shrug it off and not let them have their clickbait moment in the sun. And this well, is gonna, this is all preemptive strike in a sense because we're trying to head it off at the pass. Well, I well you and I don't need to do that. There are enough knuckleheads out there they're going to do stuff like this and they're showing what amateurs they are. And I'm being dead serious. You know what my answer to that is? How did the Broncos start in 2012 with Peyton Manning? So shut the f up. You think and it Peyton started Manning yet? Him, do you think it's that? do you think it started yet or are people actually second guessing him? Now for his offseason people are people already are and they're not. And you know what? I'll just say it. You're not. There is a special kind of stupid and you belong in that room because you don't obviously know what this guy's history is. You haven't done your homework. All you know is watching Russell Wilson in a Seahawks uniform on Sunday. You didn't talk to anybody who knows his history. You didn't talk to anybody that knows him. But what you are doing is, is you're sitting on your couch and that's your analysis. Your analysis is as worthy as a urinalysis. <laughs> well, and I, I, I see I, this stuff all the time and you're right, Terry. It's the hot take community. This guy's work ethic is legendary. And you're faulting him for taking Nathaniel Hackett to a concert at Wembley. So what? And I'll tell you something else, Terry. It would not surprise me. I have no factual knowledge on what I'm about to say. 
but it would not surprise me one bit if he had his iPad with him. And while he's on his private jet with his wife and his kids, he's probably looking at plays for the upcoming season. He's also throwing the ball outside Wembley Stadium. He might be. He is. Is he? He was, yes. It was kind, oh. of, a, it was kind of a stage shot, but it was, it was well, pretty funny. But at the end of the day, the, the, the off season, you, you, you don't, uh, and, and this guy, by the way, does not really skip workouts either. No, in the off season used to be you go, you painted your barn and brought in the crops and sold insurance. The off season right. now can be a time for honing your game, but also resting and also getting your, your mental side of the game back in focus. This is also a guy who is a team of people around him like a chiropractor and a nutritionist and people who monitor his blood levels. That's the type of team that he has around him. Kind of like what Tom Brady had around him. That's who this guy is. And if you don't know it as a media member, shame on you. And quoting Josh McDaniels, do your job. But I also think this is a case of, uh, it isn't necessarily one thing going to be linked to the other. If he has a bad season, because he has a bad offensive line or he gets banged up and he's not effective. It isn't necessarily going to be cause and effect of his off season quote meanderings around the world. It will, that the two should not be automatically linked as if B followed a. So, so uh, a must, circular logic. Yes. Right. It's, it's silly. And this guy has a history of what he does. He does it as well as anybody in the league. Uh, even at his age, he's considered a top 10 quarterback. And, and look at the offensive line he played behind last year. Uh, Alex, what do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? We will discuss an incredible childhood photo of a current Nuggets star, as well as what happened in the men's final at Wimbledon yesterday. That's next on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman Fry. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at T. Fry, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime... If you are looking for a great time this summer, you got to go check out, I don't want to call it the new Windfall Brewing Company. It's never been Windfall Brewing Company until my friend Sean and Abby started Windfall Brewing Company. But they're relatively a new spot in the Orchard Town Center, and man, they are awesome. Something for everyone. 17 craft brews on tap. Their menu is outrageously good. Their executive chef used to be the sous chef at Shanahan's. So right there, you know how good the food is. And they have all kinds of great old arcade games, 23 pinball machines, Pac-Man, Golden Tea, all that fun stuff. But they also have other stuff going on. Want to bring my buddy Sean, the owner of Windfall Brewing Company. How are you, my friend? I'm doing just fine, man. How are you doing today? Good. Let's talk about the summer. Let's talk about your new patio. Let's talk about you putting TVs on that patio. But just as importantly, when you look on the other side of the patio on the weekends, or I believe on Fridays, all that live music going on and everybody has a front row seat, don't they? Yeah. So actually it's uh, Saturdays from six to 8 PM. 
There we go. Um, every Saturday from on, in July and in August, uh, live band. And, uh, yeah, our patio sits right in front. And actually, the, the first Saturday in August, that common area is now able to have anyone that's in there come into Windfall and grab a beer or a drink and go sit outside and listen to the music. Oh, is anybody else allowed to do that, Mr. Special? Well, Three Margaritas is too. We, um, the mall just got this common consumption law passed where people can sit outside and enjoy the live music with one of our, you know, one of our beers or from Three Margaritas as well. So that really is, nice. oh yeah. Now I, I know we're a ways away from the Broncos season starting training camp begins probably in about uh, two and a half weeks or so on the 27th. But when the Broncos season does start, you guys are ready to go to be a Broncos bar, aren't you? Absolutely. With the Avs winning the cup, which was just phenomenal, giving out the free shots for every uh, goal got us into thinking like, well, as a Badger, which I am, Russell Wilson is a Badger, I want to give out free shots for every touchdown that he throws. So that's one thing that we're going to be offering during the football season this year, as well as we are putting three brand new TVs out on our patio. So it's just not the bar inside that you can sit and enjoy the game. Now you can sit outside and enjoy it as well, too. And Listen, we will be- we will be having a sound on for every Broncos game. Listen, I know that you guys are less than a year old and you're absolutely crushing it right now. Giving a shot for every touchdown would have been a better promotion from 2016 to 2021 <laughs> if you don't want, if you didn't want to go bankrupt. Yeah, well, thankfully we make our own shots in house, so it doesn't really cost us that much. So what kind of shots do you do? We're going to do apple pie for the Broncos touchdowns. For hockey, we did kamikaze. Kind of seems a little bit appropriate. Right. Uh, real quick, I-, I talk about your menu all the time, and I always get something new when I go there. Uh, if you walked in there for the first time, what would you get? I would get our shrimp and salmon linguine. Ooh. Well, See, I know it's more yeah, than we, just pasta, and I know it's more than just pasta and fish. Tell me how it's made. Well, so we do we get our fresh fish and our shrimp uh, three times a week flown in, so that's really nice. And uh, we do use nice little uh, penny noodles, uh, so it keeps it nice, light, and fresh. And then we one of your favorites are those grilled cheese croutons that we make in house. You do that with the pasta? Yeah, we include two of those. Yeah, and they're really good, and you, and and you could probably get uh, you know some tomato soup with that, and just keep dunking it all day. Yeah, we also um, started including those on our uh, broccoli and beer cheese soup as well. Man, well, you know that when I bring my daughter there, we always get like two extra orders, and then she orders so, dinner. She orders lunch or dinner, and she never eats it because you fill her up on the grilled cheese bites because they're so stinking good. So thanks. It, if you come during a Saturday and or for um, Broncos games, we are offering a beer brat special. So you get a beer brat with beer cheese, grilled peppers and onions, spent grain mustard, uh, and fries, and a beer for $15. Well, that's a fantastic deal. And you can pick yeah. any one of the 17 craft brews you have on tap. Absolutely. All right. How do people find you? Tell them again. Uh, they find one. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah. Google always Go- has us, too. 
Go check out the Windfall Brewing Company in the Orchard Town Center on Saturdays. Live music right outside their patio from 6 until 8. And trust me, get those grilled cheese bites. Everything is great on the menu. Love the steak tacos. Those are fantastic as well. Uh, Sean, tell your better half, Abby, I say hello. All right, see you, buddy. All right, time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, over the weekend, Nikola Jokic's agent shared a photo of a five-year-old Nikola Jokic rocking a retro Denver Nuggets sweatshirt from the year 2000. His agent said chances of that same kid growing up to play basketball and achieve his career high, win two MVPs, and sign a historic agreement with the same club whose sweatshirt he wore at age five or zero. So was this some sort of prophecy? Uh, was Jokic always destined to wind up in Denver? It's astounding, but I, I, it was also so astounding that the cynical person being that I am, I was suspicious of, uh, until I saw that it was from his agent, I was suspicious that it was a doctored picture. It's so astounding that I thought it was doctored. I think what really happened here, and I don't want to burst anybody's bubble, that at the age of five, his parents found a way to get a hold of 32 of those, or 30 of those, I should say, and they just dressed them up in each one and just kept taking pictures. Until oh, Eric. They knew eventually. Eric, would you're such a cynic. Well, you rub off on me, Terry. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Uh, Novak Djokovic yesterday defeated Nick Kyrgios in the men's Wimbledon final in four sets to achieve his 21st Grand Slam title. That means Rafael Nadal has now 22 Slam titles, Djokovic has 21, and Roger Federer has uh, has 20 of them. Is there an NBA equivalent of those three tennis players? Um, an NBA equivalent? Or, or, or maybe to- just a big three in sports? Yeah. Tom well, Brady, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen. Um, I'll go, actually, you know what? I, 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 I wouldn't I would, I would go with Josh Allen. Because remember, you're talking about all three playing at the same time, which you are. So you got to go Brady, Rodgers, and Manning. Okay. I'd go, I'd go with those three guys. And in golf, back in the day, because Tiger and Nicholas didn't play at the same time, I mean, wouldn't you say? I mean, you, you you covered this sport, I'm sure, at some point when it was, Arnie. you know, wa- well, no, Watson, Trevino, and Nicholas, yeah. right? Or I mean, Arnie, Arnie Gary Player and uh, Jack Nicholas. Yeah. How about Gretzky, Lemieux, and who who would be a third? Oh, Gretzky, Lemieux, and uh, top of their game, Mark Messier. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go there as well. I would go there as well. By the way, I was rooting. I was. I tuned in and I was rooting for neither one of them. By the end of the, by the end of the match, I was rooting for Djokovic all the way. Were you? Kyrgios was being such a jerk. And oh, by the way, bring him more up to date. If you ask John Morant that question, he would say <laughs> Magic, Larry Bird, and pick whoever else. Because according to John Morant, 
Uh, if Michael Jordan played in today's game, he would just be an average player. Again, it's better to be assumed ignorant than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. But it's your sales staff that is really going to make the difference. They have people that have worked there for decades to really make sure that you get what you want, whether you really want to redesign your kitchen or you want something that, I don't know, that can fit your budget. Work with people that can get you what you want. Don't go to a big box store where you have a guy there who just graduated college and he's moving on to the next bigger thing and they really don't understand the appliances. That's one big reason that separates Mountain High Appliance from everybody else. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, major avalanche news to talk about as they sign one of their top players and ESPN's Jeremy Fowler surveyed executives, coaches, and players around the NFL asking top 10 players in every position. Three Broncos are on three separate lists. Who are they? Where are they? Should they be there? That's next. Second on Chilidow.